welcome back to the Inspiring Confidence Podcast. If you can hear this, you're welcome. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Pretty Thanks. good. Thanks. My pleasure. So, here we are in Yoli's Pond, as we are. As we are. It is very early in the morning, probably 4.30, maybe 5 o'clock, and the docks are on fire. According to Mariana, they're being attacked. You guys just buffed the fuck up and are preparing to go check things out. Yep. As I understand it, Teoblith is going to teleport the party. Uh, yes. So, boom. Teleport, and to the docks we go. Go ahead and give me a percent roll. 98. Uh-oh. That's gotta be good. 98 can't be bad. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> So, you... <laughs> yeah, wow, okay. So, here's our categories for familiarity. Uh, very familiar. Place you have been very often where you feel at home. That, studied, that's us. That's definitely not the docks. <laughs> <laughs> studied carefully is a place you know well, either because you can currently physically see it or you've been there often. Seen casually is a place that you have seen more than once, but with which you are not very familiar. Viewed once is a place that you have seen once, possibly using magic such as scrying. Now, you have never seen or been to the docks. Wait, but didn't you can we see s- the fire at them uh, from the but balcony? You can, yeah, thanks for interrupting me. You can see the fire that is apparently... Uh, currently raging on the docks. So, I'm going to say that this would count as studied carefully, uh, because even though you can't see the physical docks, you are currently, like, you have a gauge of the, like, how far away it is, what direction it is, and while you're not going to teleport to, like, up in the sky, where you can see the glow from, I'd say that counts, especially since it's so close. Unfortunately, a 98 gets you to a similar area. You wind up in an area that's visually or thematically similar to the target area. So where else looks like a fiery inferno? (laughs) I can see why that would be bad. (laughs) Aiming for the docks, you know? (laughs) Yep. So I think you're just going to teleport to a harbor... That's not in Yoli Spawn. Somewhere within 1,400 miles of here. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. This is a, a calculated possibility that can happen to anyone <laughs> using teleport. Now, um, real The best quick, part I is we're going question. to arrive and be like, all right, where's the fire? <laughs> yeah. That's my question. We don't know the difference between the harbors around here. <laughs> I hope you got another teleport in you. Oh, I do. So you all uh, disappear from Mariana's house and you reappear uh, on some quite peaceful pre-dawn city docks. There's there's no fire. There's maybe uh, there's a, a few dock workers like getting ready for the day. They stop what they're doing and they look at the group of uh, group of people who just teleported that are just like. <laughs> Bursting at the seams with magical buffs. <laughs> and I'm huge. <laughs> yeah. You all have mirror images. Oh my god. 
<laughs> and uh, I'm on a phantom up, steed. Yeah, it's yep. a straight up invasion, dude. <laughs> uh, they they're like they don't look like they're about to panic or anything, but they're like frozen in like surprise and caution, and no, like nobody what but Utrid, who has tongues on him, would understand them speaking in Razatlani. Hello, uh, can I help you? Uh, I'm sorry. This is not where we were trying to end up. Where's the fire? <laughs> <laughs> they don't they mind like, my large friend. He he means you no harm. I put out fire. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. We we were looking to make it to the docks of Yoli's Pond. Oh, Yoli's Pond. Oh, and he like he wipes sweat from his brow. I'm afraid you are about a uh, hundred miles. Uh, uh, east southeast of your target, my friend. Damn it, Teobolith, you sent us about a hundred miles southeast of the docks. <laughs> this guy works for the fire. Don't trust him. <laughs> Swing shovel menacingly. Teobolith like looks around, looks like, oh, damn it, Spellmas fire. I'm not used to this place yet. Give me a sec. <laughs> and he just like he takes a second to like kind of center himself, and actually, before casting the spell again, he's going to use a. Uh, mind over gravity to give himself some flight and then just in case the next place is like off a cliff yep <laughs> <laughs> and then he will cast right, teleport right before again. he casts it Uchid will say uh, the, the docks of Yoli's pen are under attack and we're late to do our part and oh. he gets out of here alright alright Teal will cast it again and right go. before he casts it, Felias yells, ATTACK! <laughs> well, good thing they don't understand you. You disappear again, and, like, we just, like, stay with the dock workers, and they, like, look around and shrug, and they take their dice back out, and they start gambling again. <laughs> Classic dock workers. Uh-oh. And this time I rolled a 55 on the D100. So there we go. On target. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, so you guys arrive at the Yoli's Pond docks, uh, which are uh, very much on fire. I have created a purple box that is representing the large column of smoke that has been created by the flames. Uh, there's certainly uh, much of uh, this area is also on fire, um, but this area is visually obscured. When you arrive, there's already a group of people who are, who have created a bucket brigade and are trying to put out this fire, but it is fierce. In fact, I judge ferocity based on how many squares it takes up, and uh, this thing is fierce. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys arrive, you see this bucket brigade uh, trying to put this fire out. And as you watch, from within the uh, obscured area of smoke, you see a very uh, muted uh, glow, as if from uh, from a ball of fire. And it just suddenly like shoots down from up in the air, down to the docks, and explodes in another flash of fire. And the Bucker Brigade looks like it is... Against against what's happening, doesn't look like it's going to do much good. In fact, the fire's so bad that you think if uh, it can't be taken care of in the next like six rounds, 
uh, the damage is going to be uh, like pretty substantial to the point where the docks won't really be operable without significant repairs. Now you saw a what is most likely a fireball spell originate from within the column of smoke, but otherwise you don't see any like you don't see like bad guys running around setting fire to the docks. It looks like whatever's hap whatever's here to attack the docks is within the column of smoke floating in the air. But with that, we're going to roll initiative. Alright, Uhtred. Twenty one. Arginus. Nine. Thalias. Twenty. Tiablith. 14. Okay. So up first is Utrid. Now, the purple box is that. So that's representing what's on fire, but is that also representing the column of smoke? It's primarily representing the column of smoke, and the fire oh, is okay. interspersed within. And we couldn't really discern what direction other than the column of smoke. Somewhere in the column of smoke, we saw a fireball or a flaming sphere. Uh, how it it kind of it started small, hit the water like the water level, rapidly expanded and then disappeared. Which, Sounds to your like experience, is yeah a fireball. Um, uh, how about everybody give me perception checks? We'll see if you can get a better idea of where specifically. Within this column of smoke, it originated. Uh, we get three uses per day of the adding plus two to a skill check, right? Yes. I will use my second one today on this perception check. 32. Okay. Uh, 15. It probably doesn't help too much. Maybe I was assisting. Yeah. I got a 34. I got a 14. Right. Uhtred and Tiablith. The fireball spell originated from about 60 feet above the water level in this general area. 60 feet up. Alright, I'm going to use a swift action to add a flat plus floor bonus to Valo. And since I'm on my phantom steed, which can now fly, we are going to charge up there. And take an attack. Well, assuming when we enter the column, we can locate something in there to take an attack. I guess I can't really charge, can I? Because you have to be able to see your t- the target of a charge. I will. That say, is correct. I will say. So I just if you hold yeah. your action, uh, I I might be able to help out a little bit. I think I know where you're going. Yep. I'm willing to roll the dice with you, Tom. I don't know if it's going to work, but. I'll, uh, I will delay my turn then. All right. That brings us to Thalias. <laughs> um, <laughs> attack that fire. <laughs> a big yeah. enough shovel, you can put out anything. <laughs> you can put fire out by shoveling dirt on it. That's true. You've got plenty <laughs> of dirt to work with on the docks. <laughs> uh, throw water at it. Oh. Oh. Check this out. I'm going to cast fly oh nothing scarier than a flying (laughs) eight mirror imaged giant yeah that's the stuff all right do anything with your move action should i go like 80 feet in the air all right uh are you going straight up or are you going (laughs) uh, backwards straight up back to marinas (laughs) back to marinas (laughs) 
Now going straight up, I want to get a better vantage point of this whole situation. You know what I'm saying? All right. This giant fire that you can't yep. see anything. I, I got to yep. see. All right. And you are wearing your armor, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. So the fly spell gives you uh. a fly speed of 60 feet or 40 feet if you are wearing medium or heavy armor or carrying a medium or heavy load. Uh, wow, flying straight up. Feet. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. I thought you were flying. gonna tell me it was like ten feet or something. I was gonna be all sad. <laughs> flying straight up, you go at half speed, so you can go up <laughs> twenty feet. Okay, I still I thought you were gonna say ten feet. So <laughs> I mean, we went from eighty and we're at twenty. So, um, oh my god! And actually, I'm no, going come on. to need a get him to fly- ten. I need a fly check, please. <laughs> I cast the spell. That's enough. Yep. That gives you... Uh, hold on a second. It gives you a bonus to your fly, but it's not... So having you a f- just can do it. Yeah. Having a fly speed gives you a plus eight bonus to fly. The, the spell then, in addition to that, gives you a bonus on fly checks equal to half your caster level. All right. So like, that's got plus an 18, seven. 15. Um, minus your armor check penalty from full plate, I believe, is minus eight. Oh my god. So right now you're at a minus one. No. No. What? You said yeah. he gets a plus, plus eight, eight from from having a fly speed, and he gets yep. a plus seven from the spell itself. Um, I was uh, incorrect anyway. The armor check penalty for... It's, it'd be a masterwork full plate because it's magical, so it's only a minus five armor check penalty. Perfect. Instead of minus six. So you're only so you were at a plus fifteen minus five for the armor check penalty. So that roll plus ten, correct? Right. That sounds right. Twenty eight. Hell yeah. So to fly up at a greater than forty five degree angle is a DC twenty fly check. So you Woo. successfully <laughs> do that and you fly twenty feet straight up. That would have been real embarrassing after all that. I couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> Okay. Man, this book really started to pick up some steam, huh? <laughs> hey, ah. to Utopia. Alright, there's a mugging and a stabbing. That's pretty not utopian to... Our docks being attacked! There's an inferno! Yep. And, uh... Alright, so that brings us to the turn of the, uh... The mysterious uh, flying oppression. Opposition, that is. Um... And so this bucket brigade is happening uh, down here on the south end of the map. And people are uh, bringing water from a well. And I know that there's water, like, at the docks, too. But it's... You can't probably can't get close to the fire where the water is. That, and it's not like... It's not like at like within arm's reach to get into the water. Like the docks are at level of like large boats right. coming in. So yeah, you have this bucket brigade coming, uh, bringing water uh, to the fire, and all of a sudden, a crackling arc of electricity comes flying out of the smoke cloud, and it fries like a couple dozen civilians. Uh, as they are bringing uh, water to the docks and the entire like a, like a 30 foot area is just electricity just jumping from person to person to person to person and a 30 foot area uh, is just dead bodies like 
sizzling. And uh, before anyone can do anything about that, a second crackling arc of electricity springs out of the smoke, and I need all four of you to give me reflex saves. All four of us? Even the guy who's way in the air? <laughs> yeah, he's 20 feet up. Yeah. <laughs> if I was 80 feet up, would I have to make the save? <laughs> um, Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. So, uh, actually, uh, being 20 feet in the air, uh, Thalias has made himself like... Well, uh, like a lightning rod? A, a, a lightning rod of sorts. So, Thalias no is the primary target of this chain no lightning No way. No way. Well, I got a 13. Okay. Which doesn't doesn't seem like enough. I got a 20. Okay. I got a 24. All right. Uh, 21. Okay. So, Teoblith is going to take half damage, and everybody else is going to take damage. Woof. Wow. Oh, this is fun. It's been a while since I've gotten to play with damage like this. <laughs> Alright. Full damage is 35. Is this, is this considered an AoE attack? No. no. So how do mirrors interact with this? They do yeah. not. Because oh. they, they don't need to make an attack roll. It's a spell effect that just targets you and mirrors don't interfere with something like that. So, everyone but Teoblith takes 35 damage. Oh my god. And Teoblith takes 18? 17. 17. I'll take 14 if you want. 17. And with that, it is Teoblith's turn. Okay. Uh, well, that changes what I was going to do. Um... I was going to do communal resist energy fire since, you know, big ass <laughs> fire. But if he's going to be slinging chain lightning around, but if he's going to be slinging chain lightning around, I'm going to do communal resist energy electricity on everyone but Thalias since he's out of reach. Because <laughs> oh, <you guys. laughs> he flew, wow. he, he's, he's 20 feet up, right? Yep. Flew too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll even fly up so that I'm like above um, Uhtred and, and uh, our genus. Yep. Like physically above him. 10 feet out of your reach though. Yeah, but he's still too far out of my reach. So the three of us have resist energy, resist electricity 30. All Yummy. Right. Sweet. <laughs> and uh our genius's brand, I think, already gives us some a little fire resist, right? Only against, against his, his fire spells. eggs. Against my yeah. spells. Oh, oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Speaking of which, our genius. Alright. Uh, I don't know if my program was actually going to work out. Uh, but... Damn it, I trusted you, Tom. I know, I know. <laughs> I... I, uh, I was going to... I'm going to cast Fickle Ones. Uh, which, you know... <laughs> no, Historically worked feet. perfectly. Yeah, it has <laughs> it'll help against the smoke. Yeah. Yes. So that that was mostly uh, the thought process here. I, I wasn't sure if there was going to be uh, some sort of gaseous effect from the smoke. Yeah. So um, actually, going into that area would have mechanically been the same as going into like a raging forest fire, which would have, unless you hold your breath, you're taking. 1d6 fire damage per round, no save. Um, there's also the chance of 
spending your turn coughing up smoke from breathing that in. That's not going to help you versus the ambient heat, which will, if you spend five rounds in a row in there, uh, you will uh, start taking non-lethal damage. But then in addition to that, I'll give it to you that um, as far as the obscuring smoke goes, the the fickle winds will uh, give you a 10-foot bubble of visibility. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so everybody gets uh, fickle winds. All right, I'll take it. And uh, our what does fickle winds do exactly? I know it totally derails every it also, combat that it's used <laughs> in. But what, what does it actually do? That's actually all it's supposed to do. Um, <laughs> it also it automatically uh, negates any like ranged attacks coming your way. So like okay. if they were to, if someone were to fire arrows at you guys, it acts like a wind wall. It also prevents any smoke or gas-related effects from entering. You're surrounded in, like, a windy bubble. All right. So everybody is uh, hit with wind wall. And then I'm uh, going to 30 feet, booking it to the uh, north. Okay. That brings us back to Utrid. You now have electricity resist 30 and fickle winds. All right. I'm going to now... Use that swift action hero point, or hero point, arcana point. Okay. And I will use my move action to fly up into the column of smoke at a 40 degree angle. And I guess what I would do is probably, because this whole square is like smoke, right? Yes. So I think what I would do is fly at a 30-degree angle. No, I'm sorry. Fly at a 40-degree angle up 30 feet. I got, what, 120? Uh, to this. All right, so I'm going to fly up at a 40-degree angle to a max height of 30 feet and just kind of enter the northern right corner kind of the smoke. What is the uh, speed of your... What's the fly speed of your uh, mount? One, 120. You can get 70 feet up. Okay. Uh, by going 120 feet at a 40 degree angle. How, uh, how We saw the chain lightning, actually. So, guesstimating well, how far we didn't see where it came from? I mean, you saw the chain lightning come out of the smoke. Like, the smoke's acting as, like, a, f- a fog cloud. Well, I'll use that as a reference point, then. Sure. Where, where I saw it breach the smoke. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fly up, basically, to that point. And if I got more, I'll just kind of, you know, keep going through it. S- Essentially, I'm in, uh, like, search mode, right? Yeah. So I want to maximize my available movement speed to try and locate where... They're- Who's shooting these spells off? So, go ahead and give me... Um, do you want highs or lows? Highs. Considering how much information you have to work with, and the fact that you have Arginus's, uh Fickle Winds, I'm going to give you an 80% chance that um, if you... I'm assuming you want to like close in with whoever's uh, up there casting spells. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a 90% chance that you do that. Bam. So, Uhtred, you get up there, 
and 60 feet over the water, uh, you find uh, two werewoods, and they appear to have a slightly different build, like physically, than the like the cut purses that you fought yesterday. Okay. They seem like they're just straight up mages. Have you spent a standard action this turn? I don't think so. Well, you I think can. I was able to do that in a move action. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, to everybody else's perception, like you can't see Uhtred right now. He just like he's astride his uh, phantom steed. He just like galloped up into the air, into the smoke, and disappeared. Uhtred, you've got that ten foot bubble. Yep. Um, of visibility, so you can see there. There are two werewoods. I've got them, red and blue. You can see the red one, but it is like at the the edges of your bubble but then you can still see uh five feet into the fog but that's like concealment okay i guess i'm just gonna take a swing at the blue one that's right in front of me all right let's say 37 to hit yeah that'll hit all right it's thir- 13 slashing damage okay thalias your turn how far away in the air are these guys that you know that they are about sixty feet up, and Uhtred okay. charged. Uhtred charged into the uh, the pillar of smoke, but you can't currently see them. Gotcha. So he charged into the pillar of smoke. I would also like to do that uh, at a similar, uh, you know, entry point. Yep. Um, It'll take you six I, rounds to I do what I did. There's a lot of squares in my way. So um, you have a. So you're already twenty feet up. So you can you can get there without doing a forty five degree angle, no problem. Uh, so okay. you can do a full round of movement, and that would uh, cost that would be uh, get you eighty feet. Okay, I'm listening. So uh, just kind of following Uhtred's trajectory, that would uh, give you visibility on the one he just uh, closed in on, but you would not. Uh, you would actually technically be able to reach it, but you wouldn't have any actions left to attack it with. Let's reach it, because I am afraid it's going to take me six turns if I don't do that. So let's just right. get as close as we can. And since the edge of the Pillar of Smoke is ten feet away from Thalias, Arginus and Teoblith would be able to kind of see like the, like the, the outer wall being disturbed by, you would probably be able to guess... Uh, Thelias's, uh fickle winds effect, but you can't currently see into it. But you get the impression that he is pretty close to that space. Lovely. Alright, uh, that brings us back to the werewoods. I'm going to need a will save from Thelias and Uhtred as the red werewood uh, casts a spell. Um, Lucky horseshoe save, boys. Will true. Yep, I'm gonna add a plus four for my lucky horseshoe to my will save. I will also horseshoe myself. And what's your spellcraft modifier? My spell. What? What's your spellcraft modifier? Spellcraft. Yes. Twenty-four. Okay. So you automatically recognize this as a mass hold person spell. So uh, mass hold person. The targets become paralyzed and freeze in place. They are aware and breathe normally, but cannot take any actions, even speech. Each round on their turn, 
the targets may attempt a new saving throw to end the effect. This is a full round action that does not provoke attacks of opportunity. So. Alright. Uchi got a 31. Wow. Okay. And Thalias? Uh, not quite that, but a 26. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, you both resist. Yes. And Blue is going to five foot step to the north. Five foot float. And he's going to attempt, he's going to begin casting a spell. Uhtred, you recognize this as a black tentacle spell. And our genus Antiobleth, uh, you would suddenly be aware of the docks around you erupting in an area of black tentacles. I was just going to ask, I thought you couldn't cast those in the air, but they weren't meant for me and Joe. Wait, if... We can't see them. How they're uh, not well because they're not they're not targeting us, and they might have a way to see through the fog. They targeted us with the chain lightning through the fog. It is a little well, peculiar I mean, that they can they they can target you guys so yeah. easily through the fog. But yes, they are doing that. And I think with black tentacles, they can just throw it at an area, and it's an area of effect. So like. They know the dots right. there, right? Right, but like the way that they're aiming their spells, like they obviously know that our genus and Teoblith are on the docks and right there. Right. All right, so I gotta make CMB checks. All right, our genus that is a twenty-seven versus your CMD. Yeah, I'd say that hits. Okay, and Teoblith, that's a twenty-five versus your CMD. That does not. All right, so our genus is now grappled. Our genus takes 10 points of damage. I'm getting the squeeze. Teobleth. Well, Teobleth is going... Is it... Even though I'm flying, it's still considered difficult terrain while I'm around the tentacles? I believe so. Hold on. And how high up do they reach? I think I asked that. It's a 20-foot radius spread okay um so unless it says otherwise i'm assuming that they reach up 20 feet as well so it says that creatures that enter the area of effect are also automatically attacked it gives them a plus one size bonus to their cmb so i'll take that as they are large sized so i'll say that they are 10 feet tall and then have a 10 foot reach um so 20 feet up is where they can uh how high up they can reach now teobleth is already in the area he's not entering it but i mean if entering the area means you're automatically attacked i'd have to assume that moving through it after you start your turn in it counts no because i'm not entering the area I'm, al- I'm already in it they already failed to grapple me right but if if they had already failed like whether or not they already failed to grapple you, if Uhtred came flying into the area, like their the actions that they took on the caster's turn wouldn't impede their ability to then try to grapple Uhtred. You're right, because he's entering the area. Okay, but you are already in the area. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like you can't just roam free in this area that of tentacles that are actively trying to grapple everything. Right, because they already tried to grapple me and failed. So now right. on my turn, during the same six-second time frame, they tried to grapple me and failed, so I am 
wriggling my way out. Like, okay, but you're these are you're, essentially taking place in the same six second time frame. You're you're assuming that there's like an action economy to this, but like if you sw- if you flew in a circle in this area, you're saying that they wouldn't get another chance to grapple you. But if you then if you flew out and then in, that suddenly changes things. I mean, mechanically, yes. But if I flew around in a circle and didn't leave the area, they would then get another chance to grapple me on their initiative. Sure, but if you have a fifty, if you have a sixty-foot fly speed, you fly around for fifty feet and then exit, or if you fly ten feet out and then ten feet in, like I feel like you're kind of splitting hairs here. Like, I think they would specifically call out you would get attacked for moving through it like many other spells specifically call that out yeah like it, it feels like you're just looking for a way to grapple me after failing it uh, failing the cmb i guess but i'm also doing so within like what makes sense to the spell i know it doesn't specifically say that but it like that that can't logically make sense to you that moving through it doesn't like wouldn't give them another chance just because it doesn't specifically say that well a lot of things in the game don't logically make sense but that's how the mechanics of the game are designed right i thought it would have worked like entanglement where you break yourself free you can move through it but if you end your movement still within the area it gets another grapple check against you Right, but this specifically says that as soon as you enter the area. So it's like, that to me means this is an effect that's actively at all times trying to grapple But that's you. not what that actually says. That You're you're putting that onto what it said. Yeah, and, and It specifically calls out entering. Yeah, and effectively her casting the spell is forcibly, is forcing like me and our genus to enter the area of the spell, which is the initial combat maneuver. Alright, so apparently these tentacles only care about the direction Teoblith is flying in and don't try to grapple him from flying out of them even though they would try to grapple him from flying into them. So Teoblith's going to fly 15 feet to the southwest to get out of the tentacles, 20 feet to the west, and then another maybe 20 feet to the northwest, uh, ascending at like a 30 degree angle just to get some airtime, get closer to the smoke. And so they're still too far away for me to see with my echolocation. And I don't have line of sight. But your echolocation for... would still give you, would still let you see Utrid and or Thalias who can see them. So you would probably still have a loose grasp of the positioning of what they are fighting, even if you can't directly see them. I'm looking at greater dispel magic. I'm just trying to figure out how big the area is and like where I would need to aim it. If that's if you're going for an area dispel, it's a 20, 20 foot radius, I think. Okay, then yeah, we will go for a greater dispel magic with my last fifth level spell of the day, and we will basically aim it like from where I am. I'll aim it like twenty five feet past Utrid. So yeah, greater dispel magic in a area of effect aimed far enough that it's not gonna pop Udrid. Like, do I need to make castle level checks or do they? I yeah, it's been so long since I've used dispel magic. Yep. With an area dispel, uh you 
it targets everything within a 20-foot radius burst. Roll one Dispel check and apply that check to each creature in the area, as if targeted by Dispel Magic. For each object within the area that is the target of one or more spells, apply the Dispel check as with creatures. Magic items are not affected by an area Dispel. Alright, so give me a caster level check, and we'll go from there. Ooh, that's a 33. Make one Dispel check and compare that to the spell with the highest caster level. If successful, that spell ends. If not, compare the same result to the spell with the next highest caster level. Repeat this process until you have dispelled one spell affecting the target, or you have failed to dispel every spell. So, um, each of these mages has multiple spell effects on them, all with the same caster level. So, we're going to randomly roll. I mean, not to start another argument, but back in Gallowspire with the Dispel Magic Trap, didn't it start with the higher level spells? Yeah, I think that's... Isn't that, isn't that how the spell itself works? I know with Arcana Thief, which essentially is uh, Dispel Magic, it starts like, alright, this is what I roll. What's... Is there a spell of that equivalent? Nope. What's the next highest? And then works its way down. That may have been a... That was a mistake on my part. It does while it does go in descending order of determining spells by caster level, it doesn't make that distinction with spell levels. So that's a fuck up on my part from Gallowspire. Alright, so basically you're just rolling randomly to see which spell effect on these two gets dispelled. Yes. That's honestly probably better, because if they have like a fly spell going, I doubt that's the highest level spell affecting them. It's kind of what I'm hoping, just like drop them right out of the air. So first we're going to do red, blue, alright, they each have the same spell dispelled, and uh, I guess visibly Uhtred and Thalias would see like maybe like a little opaque layer of force that was like formerly protecting them, just sort of like snap out of existence something that you didn't like really notice until it was gone sounds like either a shield or a mage armor or something like that perhaps uh but yeah i don't think utrid or thalias would have the ability to understand what just happened uh and they haven't identified any spells affecting them either but let's move on to our genus all right um (sighs) So if you want to cast a spell, you need to make a concentration check. What about spell-like ability? Uh, same. Supernatural ability, you do not need to uh, make a check to do. It's kind of hard at this point. Um, I'm going to attempt to go into gaseous form. All right. So make a concentration check. Or ectoplasmic form, I should say. Uh, concentration. Is it going to be possible? <laughs> like... Well, this is versus Black Tentacles, which has, I think, probably a much lower CMD or effective CMD than uh, most, like, giant monsters that would be grabbing you. Uh, and I let can't Let me just double use... check what the DC is, because it's still a pretty tricky DC in general. Well, my concentration is a 22, so let's see. So the DC that you're looking at is oh. 10 plus... The grappler's oh, the grappler's CMB plus the spell level. All right, well that's a natural twenty for a forty-two. Okay. Oh lord! I think you needed pretty much that to beat that. 
Casting while grappling is ridiculously hard. Yeah, because it's adding a CMB on top of the normal DC stuff is just like, what? Yeah. So Gash's Form is a third level spell. So the DC is 10. It's 13 plus CMB. So, uh, yes, a 42 uh, will pass. Okay. Oh my god. It was close though, right? Like it will, yeah, like I genuinely want to know what the what the DC I had to beat there. Uh maybe I'll tell you after, but okay. Cuz it's, it's <laughs> determined by like the caster level of the the spell. All right. Uh and I'm going to go up 15 feet in ectoplasmic form. I have the ability to oh, Where are you? Ectoplasmic form at ninth level you can transform into a cloud of ectoplasm treat this as gaseous form except that you can fly at a speed of 30 feet and you can solidify your form sufficiently to carry small objects though fine manipulation is impossible you can use this ability for a number of minutes per day uh, to your sorcerer level all right and gaseous form says that you become insubstantial misty and translucent which right. to me means uh not grappleable right uh not quite incorporeal but as smoke and what'd you say your fly speed was for that uh 15 feet all right that's uh, 30 feet isn't it oh wait, wait. well <laughs> did, I, sure say, did I say 30 feet straight up yeah it was 30 oh, okay Okay, but yeah, you're, so, you're doing half speed. Yeah. Now bear in mind, uh, you can't, you cannot attack or cast spells with verbal, somatic, material, or focus components while in gaseous form. That's fine. Actually, you know what? That might be less than fine. Uh, I'm going to. <laughs> well, it was a standard action to use gaseous form anyway. Right. So, so I got to move action though. Yes. Um, so in that case, I'm going to move out somewhere over here in the safety of not being poked at things not a massive tentacles right all right and yeah so i went sideways with that that's okay up next is utrid okay um utrid's gonna cast an arcana theft on him take a five foot step forward and deliver that through Valo with a full round attack. All right. That's a 29 to hit. 29 hits. Okay. That's going to be 18 slashing damage. And then I think I make a caster level check. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, it's a d20 plus... Your caster level. No, I make one dispel check. So it's a 1d20 plus my caster level. Just cast a level check. <laughs> okay. Oh, baby. That's going to be a 29. 29 succeeds. Is this the same guy that you hit last round? Mm, yep. Okay. I hit the blue one so far. All right. So now this basically dispels one magic effect currently on him. And it, instead of it just going away, that effect gets placed on me. So That is a really fun spell. Got a 50-50. One and two. Uh, you're going to get his remaining defensive spell. Three and four on the D4. You're going to get his fly spell. And he falls into a burning inferno made of wood. Uchard, you gain the spell Overland Flight 
<laughs> as the blue werewood uh, plummets into the water. <laughs> Thanks for the assist, Elf. Now, Overland Flight is actually slower fly speed than what you already have, but it lasts for one hour per level. Uh, well, Uhtred himself doesn't actually have a fly speed at the moment. His mount has a fly speed. Oh, that's so. right. So having so, that o- back up is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So Overland Flight uh, gives you a fly speed of 40 feet or 30 feet if wearing medium or heavy armor. Uh, <gasps> what am I, fucking Thelias? <laughs> no, you're not. So you have the full 40. Just like Thelias. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you gain a bonus on fly checks equal to half your caster level. Uh, yeah, so enjoy. You could always... I'll turn to the red one. You could always surrender. Seems like your kind likes to do that an awful lot. And he understands me. Oh, he understands you. He, uh... The, uh, Werewood just looks down. He says, a minor inconvenience. And up next is Thelias. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I'm gunning for blue. Nope. And I'll do whatever it takes to attack him. Try I'm hungry. Again. He just fell. Yeah, so he is currently splashing around. Uh, like, dive in like a friggin' pelican. <laughs> catch him in your mouth. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, let me see. It's typical Thelias. Who's the weakest, least threatening thing to go after? <laughs> yeah. The heart wants what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't charge because you couldn't see it at the beginning of your turn because uh, of the smoke. Um, but yeah, you can just plummet down to the water and you just see him th- like thrashing about. Let me just make a swim check and see if he's considered flat-footed or not. <laughs> Isn't it like like super hot going down there? Yeah. Well, he's also like almost completely submerged in water, so. That kind of yeah, but the Elias, Elias is not. I mean, again, like after five turns in a row being in this area, you will start taking non-lethal damage from heat. But at the surface of the water, it's no more hot than it was. In fact, it might be a little less hot because you know heat rises and the water's not on fire. But yeah, Elias, go ahead. Uh, he's going to have cover because he's partially submerged. But he, uh, as long as I get to yeah. swing at him, I don't care. Yeah, and he's also flat-footed because he rolled like a chump on his swim check. Large shovel champion power attack. 32 to hit? Yeah, that's... Yes. 24 plus 6 acid. And fire. And fire. How much is fire 1D6. again? 1d6. 1d6. And scratch that because you would have seen that the fire damage dealt by your weapons are not damaging them. Uh, They have some amount of fire resistance greater than six, or if not, outright immunity. But yeah, you go and you just conk him really hard on the head while he's splashing about in the water. He feels real dumb. Okay, well, I'm going to keep hitting him. Well, he spent a move action to get to him. Yeah. So... I still get my champion attack. That's only on a charge, which you couldn't do because you couldn't see him at the beginning of your uh, movement. All right. Well, he's he's totally clunked. Yeah. And it is now the mage's turns. Um, and Red is going to... I think Red's just going to go for a fireball on Uhtred and Thelias. Fireball on me? Yeah, dude. 
Um, hold on. So he's, I'm gonna use but I'm so low. He's 60, yeah, he's you're. So he's sixty feet in the air. So Utrid. So flies down here. From we're looking at this like from the side, and that's the surface of the water. That's sixty feet. Yeah, he couldn't hit both of you. So. Yeah, I think instead he's just going to... He already used his mass hold person spell. And instead he's going to... Surrender. <laughs> no. You know what? Never give up. And I, Never surrender. An eye for an eye. He's going to uh, hit Uhtred with greater dispel magic. And uh, he's going to do a targeted... He has no idea how many spells are on Uhtred right nope. now. <laughs> Now targeted, that means my mirrors would come into play? No, it's it's, it's yeah, it's still not an attack roll. Correct. Um, so with greater dispel magic, it functions as targeted dispel magic, but it can dispel one spell for every four caster levels you possess. Starting with oh hold on. Here it is. Starting with the highest level spells and proceeding to lower level spells. But that's only, there but that's is. specific to the targeted dispel for greater dispel. If you look at the targeted dispel on regular dispel, it doesn't have that word. But that's if I, I, I must have mixed that up. And you know what? So I think that is why that happened in Galaspire. So I think I did do that right. Because it, it is an AoE dispel, but it hits everybody with a targeted dispel as greater dispel magic. Alright, um, I'm going to actually, as an immediate action, cast Ether Step. Oh, okay. So you slip into the ethereal plane, interrupting his casting. So he, So I'm going to say he doesn't... He's not going to cast the spell, he's not going to like use up that prepared spell slot, but he has uh, essentially spent that standard action. He's committed to like casting the spell, he just doesn't release the energy because you're gone, but he otherwise does waste his action. So yeah, then I think he's going to fly 50 feet, eh, make it 60 feet, to the west. Just put as much distance as he can between himself and these strangely capable uh, defenders of the docks. And then we've got the blue werewood. Let's make another swim check for him. He continues to be flat-footed. He's going to make a concentration check to cast defensively. And let's take it from there. Natural one. Sweet. (laughs) So he... Does he waste the spell? Can't remember. I'm really fucking it up tonight. That's all right. You should see what I'm capable of. <laughs> I think when you fail the concentration, you do lose the the spell. Yep. If you fail the check, you lose the spell just as if you had cast it to no effect. Wow. All right. Doesn't provoke, but that sucks. Not that I wasn't expecting him to get another turn at this point anyway. Mm-hmm. And now it's Tiablith's turn. Okay. Tiablith is... Still not entirely sure where stuff is. You're more you're you've but, got a more lateral angle to blue if that improves your range for echolocation. Well, blue's in the water. I flew up to try and get up to where they are. Um, but no, uh, Tiblith wants to he wants to try and 
get in like a flanking position. Mm-hmm. He's assuming Uhtred is... Actually, he does. He no longer senses Uhtred because Uhtred just kind of disappeared into the ethereal plane. But Teoblith is going to uh, use his sidestep focus ability as part of a move action. So um, as part of a move action, while spending five feet of movement, I can quickly teleport up to 10 feet per occultist level. So that's like 140 feet. I'm not going that far. But he's going to go about 100 feet kind of into the smoke cloud and like on the far side of where he thinks the combat is. Mm-hmm. assuming he can use his fly speed from there to get into position. And then he's giving his echolocation a chance to catch up while he continues his move. What's the range of that? Uh, 40 feet. He's planning to go east, so he'll even take a five-foot fly to the east in preparation. Well, as soon as you... As his senses catch up with him. Okay. As soon as you uh, teleported to that spot, your echolocation would have shown you that... Uh, where the uh, Werewood Mage was. So, yeah, Tula takes like a, a step to the to the east before kind of pulling a U-turn and like zooming back at this Weirwood, drawing a Razzny Sting in the process. Okay. And he goes for a stab. So hit myself with the penalty for wielding that. Yeah, I don't think there's anything we've we've covered like. Every time Teoblith pulls out a Resny Sting to use it, he's actually taking a penalty. Yep, because it's a holy weapon and you're evil. Yeah, I, I know you've I know you've said that like between sessions or in an email or something, but I don't think we've ever said it in recording. Yeah, I've said it to you in like correspondence to let you know that I am aware that there is a penalty when using mm-hmm. it, and I've I've kind of flavored it by saying like, you know, he like cringes or like. He braces himself as he pulls out the weapon. Like I, I've thrown in little shit like that, but yeah. So yeah, uh, he goes for a thrust with Arasni's sting. All right. Yeah, with power attack. That's a twenty-four to hit. Twenty-four will hit. All right. So that is twenty-one damage with Arasni's sting. And are these things evil? This werewood is not evil. Okay. So no extra damage. Just the, just the twenty-one. Uh, for for the record, I looked it up. I can see sixty feet into the material plane, okay. so I would have seen him leaving, and then when he hit that ten foot threshold of the smoke, mm-hmm. I wouldn't see after that. All right, thanks for looking that up. And our genus. Yeah, so I'm gonna get out of this. Okay. What is that? A swift action or standard? Standard. Action? Standard. Oh god, fucking damn yeah. it. Uh. You can move, use a move action right. to get closer I to guess... the edge of the water. <laughs> I'm not going to get fucking closer to fucking the water. Screw that. I'm going to just stand right here. This is this is my safe zone. No, no. Don't touch me here. This is my no-no square. <laughs> All right. That brings us back to Utrid. You reappear. <laughs> Why did we wake this guy up? <laughs> I mean, he gave you guys the fickle winds. The brand, yeah, and the fickle ones, and the and Thelias being a, a fucking monster. Yeah, I'm still yeah. not convinced that's a benefit though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because of his incompetence does not make it my fault. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. but Me? you don't take an incompetent person and give him a power tool. Essentially, oh, well, let's wait for the Q3 report. Yeah, not look at you know our current output. <laughs> we got it. We got. 
got to look at all the numbers. <laughs> well, so the only thing I can't—I don't have a standard action. That was like kind of right. the cost of being able to sidestep that yep. spell. Um, so I guess I'd just take my move action and I would just fly in the direction that I saw him leave as far as I could go or and or until I see him again. Right. So I'll fly right up and get in the face of this red mage five feet north of Tiablet. All right. And Thelias. Uh, yes, sir. I'm going uh, to keep blasting on this yep. blue guy. He is... Uh... And I get a full attack this yep. time. And he's still flat-footed, and you're getting a plus two bonus to hit him. Yes. Yes, I am. Power attack. Yeah. But then he's got a plus four cover bonus, I think. Whatever with your cover <laughs> bonus. I mean, do you feel oh, proud yeah. of yourself, Joe? Like, I feel be- very proud. Beating up I on, did- like, <laughs> the kid on the short bus right now. Dude, I did awesome stuff. Tell me about it. Um, so, 42 critical. Okay. And confirm crit 40. That confirms. So, yeah. Hey, maybe and, you'll uh, pull your card now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I'm going to do uh, 25 oh, damage. Hold on, hold on. All right. So we've got a fan crit Ooh. from Ooh. our very own Nick Putney. This is Zeno. Hell yeah. Um, Go on. So this is an all damage types crit. It's called Turn the Tide. Double damage. So normal crit damage here. And if this attack drops the target to zero or fewer hit points, gain one hero point. No way. Yes! 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 All right. I'm Tell the me about damage. All right. Can you do enough? Uh, do I do so much damage? So 25 plus 17. Any acid in 42. there? All right. So we're going to add another nine to that. Right, because the crit doesn't double power attack, Matt, on roll 20. Uh, correct. And any acid damage? Oh, yeah. There's three acid damage okay. in there and one fire. Has a total of 54 damage, bringing the total damage that this Werewood has taken to 105, and it has a total hit point of 104. Wow. So, Thelias, gain a hero point. Yes! Yes! It's just yes! like you always yes! wanted. <laughs> oh my god! You speak <laughs> into like an existence, it. man. Yeah, dude, I really did. Uh, that was your first attack, so you s- technically still have a move action left. Uh, so you can fly forty feet. I feel like oh, really okay. accomplished. Just gonna... uh, I, yeah, I'll fly up. <laughs> he he has been useless against the red guy, anyway. So yeah, uh, but so I will, you I'll fly, fly twenty up. feet up. Yeah, well, okay. 80, 20, whatever. It's 20. I fly up. All right. Okay. Uh, it is now the mage's turn. It yeah. opened up a part of the Where fog. I was going there. to five-foot float southwest. And, yeah, now he's going to cast Fireball. He's going to hit uh, Uhtred and Tiablith. I'm going to use my last plus two of the day from my clover and okay. add it to this reflex. Um. I'm going to use my... Uh, oh, no. I'm going to use a hero ooh. point and re-roll this. <laughs> um, I'll use my horseshoe for the plus okay. four on this. Probably good. That's a 23. Okay. Do I still get the plus yeah. two on the re-roll? You just make the same roll with the same 34. modifiers. All right. Uh, that is two passes. Uh, Uchard with evasion takes no damage. 
Teobleth takes half of 36, so 13 fire damage. I knew I should have <laughs> just put the goddamn fire resist. You saw you casting that spell. <laughs> yeah, there hasn't been any lightning he's, since you he put saw that you casting that spell. I know. He's like, alright, well, I won't hit him with lightning again. And it's Teobleth's turn. Alright. Teobleth's gonna five foot float on over to this guy. And, uh, yeah, let's see how they like it. Uh, full attack with Arezni Sting. Power attack. It's a 25 to hit. Hits. For 22 damage. And then a 24 to hit. For 19 more damage. Arginus, welcome to the combat. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the party, pal. I still can't even, like, see anything, though. Uh, yeah. Like, I can't even do a general casting, so I can't do, like... Your friends, yeah, dis- um, and, and your best friend, Teoblith, disappeared yeah, into that no pillar idea. of smoke, and you haven't seen or heard anything from them since. Yeah, alright, so I'm gonna use my boots and just go flying 30 feet, or 15 feet up, I guess. Alright, so you activate your boots of flying, and you're flying straight up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you can go yep, 30 yep, feet yep, straight yep. up if you want. Oh, okay. That's All exactly right. what I do. All right. Uhtred, you're up. All right. I'm going to take a five-foot step and a full-round attack. Okay. That's a 28 to hit. That's 15 slashing damage. Okay. Second attack is a 23 to hit. 23 hits. And that's a 17 slashing damage. Okay. Also, just in case... Valo is currently at a plus five weapon for purposes right. of DR. All right. I don't know if they have it. You are currently bypassing it if they have it. All right. Sweet. And Thalias. Um, Why don't you take I, a five? You've worked hard. If I fly higher, <laughs> will I see anything? <laughs> I'm going to fly higher. All right. Higher and higher, baby. <laughs> you and our Jesus just keep going up and yeah. getting go, no more you visibility. You go 40 feet straight up <laughs> as a full round action. Uh, give me a fly check, and Arginus, I need one from you, too, for flying straight up. How far up do they have to get where the smoke has dissipated enough that they could see each other both <laughs> flying up? <laughs> With hey, enthusiastically. Hey, I know that guy. I'm not sure. <laughs> why, why are you like a dog? <laughs> hey, you! I know that I guy! Met you, and I love you. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to the mage. Come on, man. Surrender. He says, not my style. He's going to five-foot step southeast, or southwest, and he's going to cast a spell and create a wall of force. Whoa. Whoa. Hold up. Hold up. That's too much. Why is that too much? Oh. It's too much force. (laughs) All right. What if two walls of forces touch? Why would they touch? Uh, because you have oh wait no wind wall okay never mind um and then he's going to drop into the water well he he drops down and you guys lose track of him Teobleth Teobleth what's your echolocation range 40 feet okay and you're 60 feet up so you know that he is lower than that actually I feel like a wall of force would block your echolocation Probably. I mean, the sounds still get through it? Yeah. I don't know. Either way, uh, Teoblith is going to just go ahead and grab onto Uhtred and cast Dimension Door. 
Nice. I didn't have to use mine. To bring both of us to the other side of the wall of force and to the surface of the water so that we're both floating like right above the water surface. Yeah. I, I mean, I you can even put me on the water. Phantom Steed is water walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are down at the surface of the water and give me perception checks. Uh, I'm great at these. Um, Tablet says echolocation work through the water. Should work better through the would water. Would it work than through the air? The, like through that barrier though? <laughs> I don't know if it would work through the. Air. I have no idea. Um, probably wouldn't work through the barrier. But I got a forty-three on my perception check. All right, uh, you are aware that this werewood is currently ten feet under the surface of the water. Like he dropped down to the surface, and then he used his move action to swim straight down. All right. Arginus. All right, our genius is gonna like book it, I guess. Um, okay. You know what? He's been out of this for long enough. He's gonna cast haste on himself, okay. and he's going to. Uh, I think that gives it me doubles double, it right? or so up to plus thirty. Go- so you now have a ninety flies, ninety foot fly speed. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Then I'm gonna go up to ninety feet. So right. yeah, I'm gonna go there. And you, on your, so Thalias is like. Like, <laughs> rise, rise! And all of a sudden, our genius just vroom, right past his field of vision. <laughs> and Utrid, it is your turn. Well, fuck me, huh? We haven't really encountered the underwater shit in this AP. Yeah, like I said, I got something for this, but, I, you know, I gotta wait. Yeah, well. And I was can't gonna. delay another turn. I know, and this is something. I was gonna fucking cast this. Before we got here, too, and I was like, nah, we probably won't need that. Fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Um, hmm. I really am not prepared on any level for underwater. Well, at least just like kind of keep an eye on her. And if you want to delay until. After my turn, no. I promise I can do something no. to help you out. <laughs> to help me out? Yeah. Okay, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast long arms on myself, and then I'm going to hold my move action. Can I no. hold a move action? No. no. I can't. I'm just wait. I'm literally just giving up a turn if I delay it. So, you said she's 10 yes. feet below the surface? I guess I should look and see what my swim skill is at. It's probably not probably good. It's a DC 10. DC 10 to zero. You know, like swim normally in like calm waters. Alright, I think what I'll do is I'm going to cast long arms on myself and then just not use my move right. action. And that brings us to Thalias. Up, <laughs> up, and away! Alright. <laughs> and now we're at the mage. And it's going to hit Tiablith with some magic missiles. So you take 18 points of force damage. And it is your turn. 18 force damage. Ow. God, motherfucker hurts. All right. Um, Tiablith is going to uh, go ahead and slap Uhtred's steed with freedom of movement. The steed is... uh, I don't know if it can receive spells like that because it's just a spell effect. No? Well, then I'll give it to Uhtred. 
Either way, I just want Uhtred to be able to get underwater right. after this thing. Yeah, and it makes sense to give it to me because if I get underwater and I yeah, attack... Yeah, yep. you take it a penalty. True. Right. All right, Arginus. Hold on. Damn it. Um, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to just like fly away what? like 30 feet and fly up a bit just to try and get out of range, mm -hmm. out of sight for more of those goddamn right. missiles. Um, Arginus will uh, go until he sees the wall of force, which I think is at 65 feet. So he's just flying straight okay. until he sees the wall of force. He's going to fly and just bonk right into yeah, it. That, that, <laughs> yeah. So RG just goes, <laughs> just like smack kind of like a Looney Tune. Uh, and then he just kind of like, I guess, slides down it. Uh, All right. Do you go more than or, 15 feet down? Because you were 30, you were 30 uh, feet in the air. Why? Oh, I, I guess I should... Do I have a reason to go down 50, 50 feet? Like, I, what is my motivation to go anywhere at this point? Uh, <laughs> you're, com you're like you traveling parties. You could try shouting, battle? where is anybody? <laughs> and I'm sure Uhtred would inform you where to go. Okay. Well, if, if that's the case, uh, yeah, then I go, where are you? <laughs> It went underwater on the other side of the force wall. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, and Arginus. Dive, was... dive, Arginus, dive. <laughs> well, the problem is he's on the other side of the force wall. So well, Yeah, but does the force wall go it's yeah. just to the surface of the water, right? So you okay. could just fall. Uh, like as in a that case, action, yeah. You still have your standard action. <laughs> Arginus. All right, yeah. Arginus uh, just... Uh, dives below the surface of the water, I guess, like full blown. Can you roll a percentile so we can see if, like, you belly flop, you pencil. <laughs> you can okay, yeah. check. All right. It's a pretty high fall. 30 feet. Like, yeah. You're, like, way up there. I, and I have no idea how high this position is. That's true. I, don't, I can't don't see, see the, the surface water. of the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's a total leap of faith. To, right? to be fair, like, I do have, I mean, I do feel like, you know, that, uh, you know, that, like, airflow might help out break up the surface a little bit before he actually splats, but we'll actually roll it. Um, Acrobat, oh boy. Um, here we go. <laughs> Our genus with a natural 20 for 23. Oh, man. Tens across the boards, except for the Russian judge, 9.5. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Our genus does, like, kind of, like, ten barrel rolls and just, like, last second. I was picking, second, like, a Pocahontas he's... dive. All right, so yeah. you, you dive into the water, and uh, your momentum brings you underwater. So you have line of effect and line of sight to the werewood and a standard action. Uh, how would a that's an electric cool. spell? It's work less messy than you'd think. Underwater, I was kind of hoping it was like a a one point five multiplier. Right. No, uh, but that that is what our genus is 
going well, you still to have a standard do. action. Yeah. So our genius is going to cast lightning ball. You make a concentration check, DC 15 plus the spell level. So not super hard. Ball lightning, I think, is a fourth level spell, so that's yeah. a 19. I don't know if you can even fail that. All right, so you're putting all all three ball lightnings on the werewood? Lighting them the fuck up for everybody else. Okay, first reflex save is 14. Doesn't make it. Next is 13. Doesn't make it. And next is 13. Doesn't make it. Let's go, baby. Oh, I don't think I've ever had so much success with... You have no idea how excited I am about this. What I is think it? we have a good idea. We're hey, oh my god, my my ass <laughs> yeah, is baby! my sphincter is so tight about this right now. All right, so <laughs> it is fucking twelve, right? It's four d six. Yeah, twelve d six. Right? Yeah, it's four per uh, ball. Uh, here we go. Uh, take forty, you motherfucker! And that obliterates the werewood. <laughs> And we'll see you next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Let's go, baby. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.